Hey, how are you? Um, just want to talk about how a person can look good, seem good on the outside, but demonstrate some in what is it uh, insecurities or are in deficiencies, but you would never know what they've been through. See, on the outside of a person, you see their characteristics, you see their attributes. You even if you know them even deeper, you see their um, or either understand what education they may have. You may even understand the family dynamic that they came from, meaning maybe having mom and dad, and mom and dad is well-educated, or mom and dad is well-employed, or maybe even mom and dad is well-exposed, meaning that they know a lot of things or they have connections. And that all looks good, meaning that you're seeing this beautiful book that is colored, that has this beautiful font writing, nice pictures on it. And when you think of that, the book, you think about that person. Let's describe a woman. She may have the features that you're looking for, maybe the small nose or the very defined nose, the big, beautiful eyes that are green or blue or hazel, lashes and eyebrows and perfect formed lips. And then when she smiles, you see those little dimples, maybe the slight ones, maybe the real indented ones. And skin is so clear, not a blemish at all, not a hair from the chin from aging and and, and having those things that may come with age happening. But even in her, her, by her aging, she looks so good. Also, you're seeing the hair that flows, the beautiful curly hair or straight hair, or even the beautiful coarse hair. But you're seeing it, and all those things work together. They look so good on the outside. And then you're seeing that their mom has her master's, and she's a professor, or your dad is working at Cisco, and he's an engineer, or or vice versa, or even mom may work at um, Eaton Corporation, and they're a technician, or if they live in a 3,000-square-foot home or a 2,200-square-foot home, in a nice neighborhood with barely any crime. And you look at them and like, oh my gosh, that person is perfect. And then you start to get to know them. And they seem a little um, different than what you see. Because what you're doing is you're looking at the outside of them. And you're like, this has to be um, a person with no problems. But what you didn't realize is that a lot of times when you have your own issues or you have your own concerns, because all of us do, you think that the other person that you need to be with is perfect and seemingly perfect. But are they? Have, what is their history, the family, what they go through, have gone through? What is their day-to-day activities? Are they an educator? Are they stressed? Are they, are they getting food? You know, um, 
you know, did mom beat him or did dad yell at him? Or was dad unfaithful to mom or mom unfaithful to dad? Did they fight in the house? You know, or did they lie and cheat? And were they touched inappropriately? Were they talked to wrong? Were they bullied? Were they picked at? You know, um, you know, was there um, born with deficiencies and things that, you know, we all look at? You know. Were there things that we could see that may make them not attracted to us? Or were there things that we see that make them attractive and then we couldn't see the things that we're not attracted to? Wow. Sometimes when you meet people that are beautiful according to you outside, everything seems to be around them beautiful. Their family dynamics, what they grew up in, and what their parents have. But we don't realize deep down inside when we was like, but they're making these decisions deep down inside. What's going on? How did they interpret someone yelling at them? Good morning. Um, I just wanted to continue on what I was talking about yesterday um, about don't just look at the outside. In other words, I, I think I titled it, Don't Just Look at the Big book, read it. So I know that a lot of people have heard the scripture that talked about the um, three Hebrew boys, and the three Hebrew boys were thrown into the fiery pit, but they were not singed or burned or anything, or even smelled like smoke. So this is, you know, what you saw on the outside, you know. They just didn't have the evidence of what they've been through. But they still went through it. You know, they still had a suffering, but they didn't have the evidence. Because, you know, they, they said that when they looked down that there was a fourth person, a fourth figure or image or whatever in there. And it was, you know, God was in there. Jesus was in there with them. And so I wanted to, you know, allude again to stop looking on the outside. Stop looking for the, you know, the movie stars, the ones, I don't want to necessarily call any names, but I can call names of people that you may feel that on the outside they look good and they, you know, when it comes to their um, their credentials, they look good. When you think about Beyonce and Jay-Z, you know, on the outside, money, home, popularity, music, they look good. Regardless if you think, you know, that's what you're attracted to and you think, I mean, most people think that Beyonce looks really, really good. I'm not sure um, about, you know, what they may be attracted to as far as her husband or not. I mean, I feel, hey, it's okay, you know. I mean, I have a husband, so I'm not really uh, looking at being attracted to anyone. And, I mean, I'm not just saying this because he listens to my podcast. I'm just being real. Let's let's say someone that, um, you know, you're just looking at on the outside, on what they look like, and then you know about them on the outside. You know about the family they come from and 
how they grew up, and you're like, hey, that should be good. But that's not always true. What you have to do, you have to dig deeper. You have to peel back the layers, such as when you eat a banana. You don't eat, well, I don't know anybody who eats the, the peelings of a banana. Now, for apples, that may be a little bit different. They may bite in, into an apple without peeling it. And there's other fruits that they may, or vegetables, they may do the same. But with people, you got to dig a little bit deeper. You just can't assume that everything is copacetic because you're looking at like pretty and, and all of that. You got to dig deep. You got to think about what could have happened, not just to them, but in their past, their parents or their grandparents, the stories that, you know, were told about them and stuff that history that they hear about. They call the scars that was scars back then. You got to think about that because even though they didn't experience it, it still could affect them. But we shouldn't allow it to affect them, but it can. Um, let's go in back for African Americans, slavery, things that um, may not be prevalent, may not. You always hear those words, quotation, quotation. But they're still prevalent in some some minds and some attitudes, they're still there, such as um, Caucasian Americans. You know, we go even further back from America. Many women go even to be a slave owners, owners. No, they're not slave owners now, but, you know, their parents or grandparents or great-grandparents may have been slave owners. And what damage could that have caused them? And you go back further, um, coming from England and other countries, the damage that, you know, not having a freedom of religion, certain freedoms, why they came to America, you know, that damage. Or, you know, the thing that comes with people that were Jewish, what they went through, and just all of that. But you don't take that in consideration when you're dealing with them. You, We don't. I don't want to say you. Maybe we don't take in consideration what damage is done there. Okay, then we go to when they're born, how they were raised, the environment, um, whether or not it was what you think is a good environment. Maybe, like I said, you know, previously, maybe having two parents uh, present at the house or even having two parents and total chaos, total hell going on in the house. You know, what how, What damage is that doing them? Or having the right resources or supplies to take care of their baby, uh, food, nutrients, whether they were fed by um, formula or whether they were breastfed, you know. And if they were, how their parents, you know, their mom was taking care of themselves when she was um, feeding them and, and taking care of them. You know, those are things we got to think about as well. Uh, then we go up from that, okay, so that's um, that's them when they're a baby, and as they grow up, their exposure, who takes care of them, what, were they at a daycare, were they um, in, raised at home with a nanny, I mean, all of that, you know, we hear all types of horror stories at daycares and, and, and with nannies, now, I'm not saying that's all, it could be very positive, people speaking into their life, affirmations, uh, you know, believing that, you know, there was um, this experience.
went on that, and, and you know, I might do it one day and see what really happens, where that um, a plant, two plants were planted, and one, um, every day, you know, both of them were equally watered and everything, and they spoke positive things into their life. Maybe I'll bring it into my classroom. Maybe we'll bring a plant, plants and speaking positive things into their lives. And the plant just grew, grew, grew. And the one that they spoke negative things, the plant started to die and everything. So maybe we could do that experiment in our room and, um, you know, see what happens. And then, um, so that's one thing. So we got, prior to going to um, regular school, then you have those who may go to, um, what is it? Oh, public school. You know, what was their experience in public school in elementary? Were they picked at? Were they bullied? You know, were they treated well? Were the teachers, were they equitable? Um, You know, what was going on with them? And um, from there, or were they in private school? Or what was the different situation? I mean, there still were people that were what you call teaching them. So, what was the experience that they had to go through? And then going up to middle school, what happened in their life in middle school? Oh, my gosh, like all hell could break loose in middle school because kids are kids. And, again, that's that one kid being brought up a certain way, but what are the influences in the environment that they're in? What neighborhood did they grow up? Were they able to go out and play in their neighborhood and feel safe? Or were they afraid? Or were there things that happen where they could get hurt? Um, then we go to high school. How are they doing in their classrooms? What are their focus? All of that. You know, are they going through um, identity crisis? Um, those are all things that we have to take in consideration. How does that person, you know what I said, everything you go through develops you into who you are. So when we're looking at that book cover or that book or that person that looks so good, what are we missing? Don't just look at the book, read it. And when you're reading it, you have to not only think about what you're reading, but who you are, your experiences that affect your opinion of that person. And I just wanted to speak about that this morning, you know, just trying to conclude from yesterday. I just want to pray real quickly. Father, I just pray thank you for this day. I want to thank you for all that you've done in our life. God, I thank you for covering us from the things that, you know, I spoke about and didn't speak about. God, I thank you for keeping us for those things I spoke about and didn't speak about. God, I thank you for your coverage. Thank you for your love. I thank you for forgiving us, God. Thank you for traveling mercies, God. Father God, help us to heal. Help us to be delivered, God. Give us a good day. Give us peace. Name is Jesus.